What's up, guys? I am coming out with another um, podcast. So let's get started. Um. So obviously, um, we have JJ Watt and free agency. So that's kind of big for the NFL. Because wherever he goes, that team automatically is going to have a pretty dang good defense. Um, whoa. So, the Panthers released Quan Short. That's not... So, Vincent Jackson died, but there's, like, some Bleacher Report article, and it's saying how, like, one of his former teammates is, like, super sad over it, like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, he shouldn't be sad about it, I'm, like, I don't even, like, I, I haven't read the article, so, yeah, um, but, something that actually did surprise me, is that the Bengals actually won four games, I mean, that's pretty decent, saying that they had three different starting quarterbacks, I mean, I said decent. I didn't say good, decent. But, so, to go over their wins, really, they didn't win against good teams. So, their wins came against the Bang. No, the Jaguars. Yeah, they beat the Jaguars. The Titans. The Titans are actually kind of good. Um... And then they beat the Steelers, who were super good, and they are super good. So really, two only two of their games were against good teams. Wait, they won against the Steelers, the Titans, the Jaguars, and some other team. Oh, and the Texans. So half of them were good, half of them were bad. Sounds pretty decent to me. Um, so, something that is kind of annoying with the NFL is the players that are in free agency, you, like, okay, I'm saying, I'm just gonna take, like, Jets, Jaguars, and, like, Bengals fans, I'm just, I'm just gonna put this into perspective for you, no free agent is coming to your roster, I'm sorry. Like, it just, because a lot of the time, the free agents that are getting signed are either superstars that want to win a championship or veterans that just want to win a championship and then retire. It's like, it's like if Larry Fitzgerald was in free agency, he would only want to come back for a season to go on a Super Bowl contending team and then retire. That's what he wants to do, I bet. But, but, like, that's just kind of annoying that, like, basically a bad team has no shot at signing a free agent sometimes. Um, so, I, I think that this guy, I think that I mentioned it, like, once, but Jamal Adams is probably, like, a, like, he's probably one of the, he is one of the most underrated players in the league because Jamal Adams, for what you get for from him, 
that's super good. So, like, he he's known as a hard-hitting safety, which he is. He he can completely lock up a tight end, even some of the best in the league. So I'm saying he's good in coverage, but then he can also force fumbles. Is what I'm saying. So, cause like he, so he has nine and a half sacks this season at the strong safety position. And then, and then, something that's probably even crazier is he had eighty three tackles. Cause that's actually not really normal, because usually like for teams like the for teams like the Seahawks they they have players that like they have linebackers that are that like basically are just super good and they don't really miss tackles so i'm saying like for that for that many for that many tackles when you guys ha- when that team already has super like it doesn't have the best defensive line but they have really good tackling linebackers because Bobby Wagner alone had 138 tackles so him alone is like and then I don't know who their other linebackers are but I just know that they're pretty good at with tackling but so I'm saying if I could choose any safety in the league it would either be him or probably um this is strong safety by the way um probably either him Tyrone Matthew or um what the heck is his name um uh, one second he's I know that he's on the Chargers so I'm going to look up their roster cuz that's just every player that they have um oh Derwin James yeah, he's one of he's one of the best in the league too. Um, Derwin James. So I mean, he's not like it's not like he's bad. I'm just saying, like he, cause he was injured most of the season, but the season before, he he had a super good season. Um, it was his rookie season, by the way. Um. So he had 139 combined tackles, 41 assisted, three and a half sacks, three interceptions, and 30 returned interception yards. Um, but speaking of the Chargers roster, they literally have one of the best in the league. Actually, like when it comes to like just like balancing out the roster, they have they have a really good roster. Maybe not the one of the best in the league, but it's still a pretty good one. So they got the up-and-comer Justin Herbert, one of the best route runners in the league, and arguably ever, actually. Um, because route running's not really that. Like, it's not like something that you can't succeed without being super good at. Um, and then they have Ty- Tyrod Taylor is a backup. He doesn't really matter. And then, so they got Joey Bosa, one of the most dominant defensive ends in the league. Um, Austin Eckler, another up-and-comer, had a pretty dang good season. Got Mike Williams. Um, Mike Williams, he's basically, 
Um, he's basically one of those Kelvin Benjamin builds. Um, or like a Mike Evan. Um, because he's super tall and he's he's got a great jumping ability and he's a really like he's also kind of like a Randy Moss, tall, fast, and can catch the ball. Um, and then Darwin James, and then Melvin Ingram, also a defensive end. Hunter Henry, and then Chris Harris Jr. at corner. Brian Bulaga, Casey Hayward, all of those guys. All of those guys are pretty good. Like, some of them are a lot better than others. But, you know, that's about the lower round. Um, so... Playoff Lenny is so funny because he he is actually like because now now like don't you kind of automatically have to think of him as one of the better running backs in the league because um so the the one thing though is sometimes there. Like, this, like, he might actually just end up getting cut next year. If I would, if I'm saying his chances of still being a dominant running back in the league, I'd say it's a 50-50 because there's a, there's a guy named Peyton Hillis. Um, he's a former fullback slash running back. So, he was a fullback. Um, he got traded to the Browns and then... All like every single one of their running backs. So all three of their running backs, their starter, backup, and the backup for the backup were injured. So they put him at, in at running back, and then he absolutely dominated. And then the next year, um, also he was on, he was on the Madden, um, cover that year. So, but then his stats literally went like they were bad. Like you would. You would rather, like, a rookie, like, you would rather, like, a third-round draft pick rookie over him that season. You know what I mean? So, I think that it's a 50-50 shot. Um, he's just got to work hard, and he'll be fine. Um, but the one thing that is crazy about some running backs is it's either... Like, it's also, like, it's kind of sad, too. Like, because some NFL running backs, it's literally, it's it's not even, like, a career. It's just injury, 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 and then their career is over. Because the thing about playing running back, it's, it's like, you would think of, like, linebacker, wide receiver, um, quarterback, you would think of those as the most dangerous positions. But running back is by far the most dangerous because um, the thing about it is is either they stay in the league for a long time or they are just shut down really easily um, because they can get injured really, like, it's just like sometimes one injury just can derail their career. Because, like, most running backs, I think that the average is, like, 3.7, if I could guess. Just because there are, like, some running backs, like, Adrian Peterson, Frank Gore, um, and many other that that are 
that are in the league for like 10 seasons. But then there's also the guys that stay in the league for three seasons because that they're constantly getting hit super hard. Um, so that's why they just don't stay in the league that much. Um, so, um, AP, um, Adrian Peterson, by the way, um, he is probably, he probably will, um, the heck, um, he's probably, I can't even, wait, what, what's I about to say, uh, oh, oh my gosh, he's about to break, um, Emmett Smith's rushing record, that's what I was about to say, um, so he's actually playing at a pretty high level, saying his age, and just like I, like that's still a pretty decent second season for him because he had six hundred four rushing yards, four for per carry, um, and then he had seven rushing touchdowns, twelve receptions, a hundred one yards, an average of eight point four, um. In his best seasons, he he in his best season by far he had two thousand ninety seven rushing yards. Um. So, um, other running backs like him are are guys like Frank Gore. He's actually not the like he's not known to be one of the best, but like he's still pretty good because. Back in the day, he was a 1,000-yard um, rusher every season. Um, and then in his career, he has is, he is 16,000 rushing yards on the dot. That's pretty good. Um, saying that in a couple of the seasons, he had um, rushing in, like, like attempts in like the hundreds, hundred fifties. He's he's pretty good because it's hard to do much when you're only getting like a hundred and fifty five attempts. Um so something that I did not know about um is that um wait, who the heck was it? Oh so I actually just learned this today. Um so when Michael Duran was choosing his jersey number, he actually just it's it's so he has a brother named Larry. Um actually I don't know if he's still like I don't know if he died or not, but I don't think he did because he was only like three years older than him. Um so he wore number forty five growing up, his brother did. Um and then once he got into the NBA, Michael Jordan so he just he just took forty five like half of forty five is twenty two and a half. So then he just rounded up and got twenty three, and then he just became, and then that just became one of the most iconic numbers in NBA history. It's actually just kind of crazy how like it's just weird stuff like that where it's like, oh okay that like that's just like there's just like crazy stories. Um, so, another person, um, Lamar, I can't remember how he got his number. Let me look it up. Why does 
Lamar. Where? Oh, great. I literally. Oh, wait, what? Um. Oh, wait, what? Why? Oh. Ah, dang it. Why? So, I I just figured out again. I actually didn't look it up because I didn't. I couldn't type it in fast enough because I'm dumb. Um. So his mother, he did it for its mother because that, um, because she actually like she was one of them. He like if you ask him, he's she's probably the most important person to her. Like, like without her, she might he might be a running back in the league or a wide receiver because it, almost every team would draft him for another position um because everybody like because his his mom i actually talked about this once um i just didn't know that that's why he wore the number so his mom made it so that that he didn't run his 40 yard dash at the combine so then they couldn't so then they couldn't see how fast he was and then they just saw how good he was at throwing the ball so so that's just how it, that's that's basically why he's actually a quarterback um so some nfl news i mean not nfl nba there is mm, there is a bunch of just random like completely random trade rumors going around like everybody thinks that um the Rockets are going to trade Victor Oladipo. I just don't get why you would do that because Victor Oladipo is literally carrying your team right now. You you also literally just traded for him, and you like you just literally just literally traded for him, and saying what you could have had, you got super lucky. Because if they haven't had traded um, Harris Levert, they would have basically gotten nothing. And, like, they would have gotten nothing out of that trade because Harris Levert's going to be out for, like, another three weeks because there was a small mass on his kidney, so they had to do a surgery because it was cancerous. So, they got lucky. So, why would you want to trade literally the only asset, asset that you got from that trade? It's just not smart, is what I'm saying. Um, so you know how I, you know how I was super happy about the Bucks being—I mean, not the Bucks, the Rockets—having a six-game win streak. Well, now they have a six-game losing streak, so now they're in 14th place. Um, the Kings are doing better than them. Um. The Warriors are doing better than the Suns are doing better. The Spurs are doing better. Everybody's doing better right now, basically. Everybody but the Timberwolves. Um. Also, I feel bad for the Timberwolves because, like, K Towns has played a total like eight total. I think that he's played a total eight games because he's had COVID. He's had like some type of leg injury, and then he got COVID again. I think. So it's just crazy. 
Um, so, and then the Jazz are just on fire. They are on an eight-game win streak. They are going ballistic. Um, but Jordan Clarkson, he went off for 40 points. Like, 40 points from him is super good. Because his average is 18 points. Um, so really, they just got 22 more points than they normally would get from him. Um, but, like, he's a, like, he's a really consistent starter. Um, he hasn't scored. I don't, oh, wait, no, this is only showing, like, one-fourth of their games. Um, but he's averaging 18.2 points. Um, he's shooting 46.2% from the field. Only 38.5% from three, but, so he's shooting as good as LeBron James. Um, 4.2 boards and 2.1 assists and a steal, not to mention. Um, but this isn't, uh, like, honestly, this isn't really, like, any new news. But TJ McConnell is actually one, like, I'm saying, like, this is fantasy stuff here. Um, my dad has this guy on his fantasy roster, and... Basically, you just, like, draft a bunch of players, you know, and then, like, for when they, like, let's say that an NBA player scores 20 points and has one steal. That alone would add up to 24 points, you know, stuff like that. But this guy is so good for fantasy because he's, like, when you miss a field goal, which is just like any shot that's not a free throw, you get minus a point. But he's 50% from the field. So you're getting all of your points back. So you're not losing any points almost 100% of the time. And then he also averages 1.8 steals. And like he he's also he also averages 6.6 assists, which is 12 points. And between those steals and assists, he got to near, he almost got to 20 points. 20. Um, that's just some fantasy news, actually. Um, but we're going to close this off with another small segment of NFL. Um, as you guys probably have figured out now, my podcast can only go up to 30 minutes. So that's why you won't see my podcast being up to like um, 35 or 40. Because first of all, I don't really have time to be doing that. Like, because like normally during school, like after school, I'll do them. But I don't have time for to do like a 40 minute podcast. You know what I mean? Um, so Jimmy Garoppolo, um... So he like Jimmy Garoppolo's tale of awesomeness actually like it just goes it's just like kind of twisty turny because so first first he gets drafted by the Patriots literally does smack because he's backing up Tom Brady um so he does literally nothing because he can't really do much it. Except for, like, the last game of the season. You know what I mean? Um, 
and then and then he gets traded to the Niners. Um, one season gets injured, and then comes back the, the next year, gets injured again, comes back the next year, ha- puts up super good stats, makes it to the Super Bowl, loses because of bad officiating, and then comes back the next season, gets injured again, and now his team is nowhere close to the Super Bowl and is one of the worst in the league again. Um, you know, the Niners had their greatness. Um, by the way, by greatness, I mean they were good for one season. Great job. Um, so, okay, one of the things that will be super interesting about this draft is if the, like, I've said this before, but if the Buffalo Bills, if they get Najee Harris, they're going to be, I I think that I'm going to call them the best team in the league because Najee Harris is, what, like, he, when you go to his college stats, um, so, first of all, you have to bring in the factor that, um, Alabama is a pass-first offense, just like every team in the NFL, you know? So, him being able... So, in one season... In one season, excuse me, um, he had 1,466 rushing yards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These are, these are crazy stats. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, what was that? My computer just started playing some random clip. Um, so he averaged, he averaged 5.8 per carry. Had 26 touchdowns! 26! Um, and then in the receiving game, he was nowhere close to shabby. Um, 43 receptions, 425 yards 10 per catch and and not to mention though that four touchdowns that he had um hey you know me i like to check offensive players defensive stats so far he's had a pretty dang good defensive career six total tackles four solos and two assisted um yeah pretty pretty dang good if you ask me um so I just think that if they can get him, then they will be the best team in the league. But with like literally all a team would have to do is check his stats and his health. And if and as long as he's fine and he doesn't have like any like 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 some type of like arm injury or something like and in baseball if they're if you have an arm injury as a pitcher, you normally don't get signed, you know? So, like, unless he has some sort of, like, disability, like, not like a, like, like an injury disability. Like, he can't, like, there's a guy in that used to play in the MLB who had, like, it was like a limit, a ligament was just, like, torn off. Um, 
in his throwing arm, and he shouldn't have even been able to open a doorknob. So, like, unless he has something like that, he sh- he and they check his stats, they should take him, like, top 15. But they might let him slide to the 30th pick. Who knows? Um, that's just my prediction. Um, but I'm going to wrap this podcast up because I don't want it to end up being too long. But peace out.